Ahoy everyone, um, this is recording number 37 for Voyagers Under Sail. Uh, today is, I don't even know what date it is, let me check quick, 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 quick. Okay, it's March 5th, 2019. And I'm recording this while um, our boat is at anchor in um, Panama, in the islands of San Blas. But uh, we have to catch up with our events from... Dominican Republic after leaving BVI. So we left BVI on um, I think it was Saturday or Sunday evening around 10 o'clock. Uh, it was just uh, after uh, David got his uh, little present from Travis, the, um, Travis, the paddleboard. And uh, we set off from uh, Joost van Dyke late in the evening we just got out uh, out of the channel nice and easy it was going to be a two nights and one day uh, crossing to um, Dominican Republic um, in Samana Bay okay we're gonna we our plan was to pass Puerto Rico without any stopping any stop and uh, go straight to Dominican Republic in Samana Bay the sale was very good we only used the engine um, when, when we arrived in Samana Bay because the wind was a little bit uh, weak and we weren't making much progress but uh, apart from that it was a pretty decent sail uh, very little swell maybe a meter, a meter and a half uh, it, was a, it was a lovely pleasant uh, sail I wouldn't say I wasn't uh, um, you know, I wouldn't say I was afraid but I had a little bit of uh, anxiety uh, going again out in the in the ocean after spending so many uh, weeks in you know the sheltered waters of the Caribbean this was the first uh, passage that was a bit longer and after crossing the Atlantic I kind of dreaded being out in the ocean again but uh, it proved to be a very pleasant uh, passage so uh, no adventures nothing there to to get us worried Samana Bay is famous for um, being able to see uh, humpback whales uh, it's a place where uh, humpback whales come in spring, um, early spring, January, February, March. And they come there for um, to mate and to, uh, to raise their uh, babies. And it's a place where uh, people uh, can actually see uh, humpback whales um, pretty easily. When we approached the, the bay, I uh, actually saw, but very far in the distance, you know, the... Um, sprout the spout um, of uh, the spout of the of a humpback whale but uh, as we approach the Samana uh, Bay and the port we didn't see anything else uh, we arrived early I'd say around 10 o'clock in the morning and it was um, nice pleasant the key looked busy but we knew we are not allowed to get off the boat so we just went really deep in the bay we dropped our anchor very close to town in maybe three meters of water very dirty water you can see actually plastic floating all over uh, when we picked up the, our anchor we had like a plastic bag hanging on on the anchor later on the day uh, very 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 um, polluted I would say and the water smelly and all of that very close in the town but anyway we dropped the anchor and we waited <laughs> we waited for about two hours a big uh, cruiser ship uh, was in at the end of the bay as well and I kind of suspected that the officials were very busy with that cruise ship 
and indeed there were loads of boats coming and going from the cruise ship and uh, tourists unloading and all of that so I suppose uh, it was very busy the, the customs and officials were very busy later I'd say around 11 o'clock no before even 12 o'clock uh, Luis or Louis Luis he came around uh, on a dinghy and I said okay I uh, that's the official guy from the customs um, and we're gonna do the papers I'll take you to the shore and uh, we'll get everything uh, sorted and indeed you know the guy from the he wasn't the customs he was the Armanda so the coast guard so to speak yeah he was wearing a military uniform so he just came on the boat he, he looked at us he looked at the papers got copies of them uh, got a little um, twenty dollars uh, present from us and Luis told us okay, you just need to give him a tip twenty dollars that's it <laughs> no more talking so okay that's it we knew, we knew about that uh, situation so uh, we didn't even uh, make a fuss about it and then um, I went ashore on my dinghy, a very busy uh, dock where all the charter, little charter boats that take people out and on daily excursions will be on that dock, so really, really busy and rolly and uh, not well protected. But anyway, we went to that dock and uh, in about a half an hour I was done. I got all the, the documents uh, sorted, um, a few fees paid here and there. Not nothing hugely expensive. There was a, f I don't know what, forty or thirty dollars fee for anchoring in the port. But he said this is for the whole stay um, in the marine in the port in the in the bay. And I was happy. And then uh, Luisa told me, look, if you want to have a nice peaceful time while we're here in uh, Samana, move across. Um, and he pointed to an island at just the the end of the bay that was um, very pleasant. Um, very green, little beach, kind of uh, about half a mile away from city, from the town. And uh, a bridge will link that little island to the main town. To be, you're talking about 20 minutes walk. Uh, it was a, a not a bridge for cars, so how to call it a, a pietonal bridge, okay, for uh, pedestrians. So we went there. We dropped our anchor in about uh, seven meters of uh, water. And uh, I saw some locals and a little hut on the beach. And I said, okay, I'm not going to be happy staying here for four or five nights unless I go to the beach, try to talk to the people and try to, you know, get friendly with them and see what's going on. So I uh, got into the dinghy, went to the shore, and here I meet uh, Esteban, uh, the guy who was actually paid to look after the beach, to clean the beach, uh, because as I said, there is so much plastic, so uh, a lot of plastic will be uh, washed ashore. So his job was to clean the beach constantly. He had his little uh, hut on the beach. He would sleep, cook. That was his life. And then uh, there will be the the guards who actually guarded the, the island. Uh, there were some, uh, you know, a nice pathway, some lights for, for during the evening. Um, so it was kind of a public park, uh, and that's why there was uh, a guard, um, you know, looking after the place, making sure that it's not being vandalized. And that gave me, gave me a lot of confidence. I tell the Esteban, the guy uh, that uh, uh, was looking after after the island, cleaning the island. I said, look, uh, at the end of the, my stay here, I'll give you some money, but uh, please just look after my boat if I'm away. Look after my dinghy. 
uh, you know, and things like that. And we became friends instantly. He offered me coffee. I invited him for breakfast the next morning, and he came on our boat the next morning for breakfast. Uh, we actually became really good friends. Uh, I, he had a tap with fresh water on um, on this little beach. We got fresh water from him whenever we needed. Uh, we lived the dinghy on the beach and walked into town uh, to avoid uh, putting our dinghy into the you know the very bad dock in front of the city. Um, so it was very good to to befriend him. Regarding the the food in town, um, the shopping was pretty basic, uh, but we had uh, you know we had good fun. They have these little uh, motorbikes. You just uh, hail them. They'll stop, they'll give you a short ride whatever, to the supermarket and back or whatever you need for uh, less than a dollar, like maybe kind of 50, 50 cents to a dollar most of the time. Um, the supermarket, as I said, was pretty basic. Um, no, you know, a, a bakery, but with a kind of different kind of bread that, that we are used to. Uh, but we got around that uh, pretty easily. A fresh vegetables market with loads of stuff at very good prices and uh, on the last day of uh, our stay in Samana we actually uh, found a cash and carry uh, kind of supermarket where you buy in bulk for a better price and we do some provisioning in, in that place. Apart from that uh, you have the little restaurants uh, along the quay with uh, decent prices, uh, not, not expensive but you know a little bit more than uh, you'll get uh, deeper in the city. Uh, we actually found um, an eatery a little bit uh, further from the city center where they will do a uh, grilled chicken every day and uh, pork ribs and fish uh, and absolutely beautiful uh, rice. Uh, um, you can get white rice or black rice. The black rice will be rice mixed with uh, black beans so, and it was uh, really tasty. I think it's called Moro. Um, absolutely beautiful and we'll, you will get like a, a chicken portion like a quarter of a chicken with the rice and a bit of salad and uh, some uh, spicy sauce for a ridiculous price something like two or three uh, dollars almost you pay more for the beer than you pay for the for the meal itself but apart from that you can get a um, lovely pizza for six or seven dollars you get beers in the restaurant for uh, less than two maybe yeah, around two dollars or maybe three dollars around two dollars for a for a beer um, Fresh food all the time. Um, I wouldn't eat, really eat burgers. Uh, they don't seem to be big in beef, unless you want pork burgers. Uh, but as long as you stick to fish and chicken, um, the food uh, will be absolutely uh, delicious. What activities did we went uh, one day, just me and David, to do a zip lining, and it was absolutely amazing. That was a very expensive experience. But it was uh, really, really nice. Uh, we got a motorbike because it was just the two of us to drop us uh, to the zip line. So that was about a half an hour ride through the little roads, through the, I wouldn't say the mountains, through the hills, up to the zip line place. And we got to see uh, how the locals live. The little bungalows at the side of the road, um, a little bit of comfort, but not much. A lot of people you can see their struggle. But the, the you know, it's quite a peaceful life, and um, we never felt under, you know, threatened or anything like that. Uh, they, we were um, warned to be, you know, cautious, but we never felt unsafe. Uh, we actually walked uh, tonight uh, 
from town all the way through that bridge uh, to to our uh, uh, dinghy to you know to go to the to the boat and it'll be seven eight o'clock nine o'clock at night it'll be pretty dark and uh, we never had any problem actually the guards will stop us and ask us where we're going and uh, once they uh, knew what's going on they will let us uh, cross you know use the bridge to get to the island uh, so it was uh, I'd say it was very very safe the zipline place uh, it was amazing um, there were like 14 or 13 ziplines uh, you start from the a very high little mountain or whatever you want to call it a high hill and uh, you you go from one side of the valley to the other side of the valley uh, between uh, like this post and uh, you know it was very safe but thrilling because you just you are you know 300 meters long zip line you have a uh, you know 150 meters below you the jungle and the river and all of that it was absolutely beautiful so me and david did that he was a little bit afraid for the first uh, zip line but i encouraged him to do it and after that he has the time he had the time of his life he was really really happy and uh, when you finish with the zip line there was this uh, little uh, waterfall in a nice big um, pool natural pool and david uh, there was uh, like uh, a rope tied up to the top of the tree and you can go and swing and jump into the pool from that and uh, we had great fun there david especially uh, that was one adventure another adventure was um, we took um, one of those uh, day trips to see the the whales we decided that this would be the best um, option for us to actually get to see humpback whales and we were very happy about uh, this decision again it wasn't a, a cheap uh, trip i think it was 60 dollars per person but um, we got we left the dock around 10 o'clock we are back around two o'clock uh, it was three and a half hours or so uh, of um, a lot of uh, information given by the lady who organizes the the trip and uh, we actually got to see i think about five humpback whales um, a mother and a cub or a child and a few uh, individuals and a few different occasions um, it was amazing it was amazing to see to see them like really close i'm talking 50 meters from the from the boat it was a big boat there were like maybe 50 people on the boat or 60 people on the boat alone but uh, everything was very well organized uh, with the refreshments and all of this it was a uh, uh, an experience uh, that we i'm not happy for uh, i'm happy for spending the money uh, it would have been a mistake not to not to do it uh, another little uh, adventure was uh, taking the bus all the way to uh, Santo Domingo, the capital of the um, Dominican Republic. Uh, they actually call it uh, La Capital. Or, yeah. So uh, we took the bus at 8 o'clock in the morning. It was, um, I think, $10 per person. It was around $40 to, to, to get to Santo Domingo. And... Uh, by 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock, well, I'd say around 11 o'clock, we are in Santo Domingo in the, in the old town. We just you know, strolled around, uh, went to visit a um, uh, you know, few uh, places. We stopped especially in the, the house that um, Colons, uh, Christopher Columbus' uh, son uh, lived in. And we got to see you know, how it was built and all of that. It, it was a nice experience. It was uh, well worth spending the money going there. We had lunch, uh, we had a few desserts, we bought a few 
fresh fruits from the supermarket stuff that we wouldn't be able to uh, find in the in Samana. Um, and we took the bus back. We arrived again quite late, eight o'clock or something like that. We stopped for a quick uh, bite, and then went to the boat. So it was a, a kind of a day trip to uh, to Santo Domingo, and it was uh, well worth it. Probably you know you can spend two or three days if you really try hard, but you know a day it was just enough to give us a feel of the city and uh, a feel of uh, El Capital. At the same time, you know, driving through the whole country, uh, not driving, we've been in the bus, we got to see, uh, we got to see the, how people live, we got to see the rice plantations, uh, the bananas plantations, uh, the sugar cane, uh, all the, you know, the people who live in the villages, you, you know, you get a feel of the place. I think it's really important not to isolate yourself into a luxurious resort and never be in touch with the real life. I can't tell exactly how many days we spent in Samana Bay. I think we spent about six nights. Initially we wanted to spend about only four or five, but I think we spent about six, not seven, but definitely six nights. And um, after getting uh, diesel and uh, all of that, we we departed. We had to get our dispatcher, uh, so it's not like in another, another country where you just check in and then you cruise the coast without any worrying. Uh, in the uh, Dominican Republic, you get a dispatcher when you want to move from port to port, and uh, only once you have that dispatcher, you are allowed to leave the port, and you are allowed to enter the next uh, port. Otherwise, you will get in trouble. Uh, you'll be kind of, you know, illegally moving along the coast. So uh, I got my dispatcher in the evening. I went and I paid for it, and I get it uh, prepared. And then the next morning, uh, a dinghy at uh, half past six, seven o'clock in the morning, they pulled along and they give us dispatcho. Uh, we had a day and a night ahead of us in order to, um, to arrive into the next destination. And now because uh, we did the tour for, uh, to see the whales, we kind of knew what to do and what to look for, what are the signs and what are the whales behavior. And we were able to actually uh, see more whales from our sailboat. We kind of you know, took a long detour to get out of the bay and uh, we definitely saw one whale in, a, in two occasions, quite far away. But then, on the way out of the bay, we got to see two whales, like, I'm talking 30 meters from our boat. No, Daddy, it was like right next to the boat, yeah, remember? Yeah, 20, 30 meters. No, like, like right next to the boat. Okay, David, David says it was like 5 meters from the boat. Okay, so you, you do the average. But uh, we are sailing out of the bay and uh, two whales were just, you know, surfacing, you know, slowly. Uh, swimming at the surface, entering the bay, and they were just passing beside us. That was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. Once we got out, we set sail. Uh, it was a bit choppy to get out because all the wind uh, and all the chop, all the swell, will kind of push into the bay. Uh, so it was a bit of a struggle to get out, but no, nothing dangerous. Uh, a few fishermen tried to sell us fish, proper big fish, but uh, we it was too big for us to buy or you know to uh, consider especially because the fridge was uh, was uh, really full. And uh, we went on to uh, Ocean Village, where we arrived the next morning. Uh, sorry, Ocean World, which is uh, very close to uh, Puerto Plata. Puerto Plata or Puerto Plata? Puerto Plata. Okay, it's only like uh, three miles uh, west of Puerto Plata. We arrived to this... Uh, ocean world with big expectations because we knew it's going to be a marina uh, and we knew it's going to be pretty luxurious and expensive at the same time. Uh, 
uh, why we stayed in Samana Bay, which only paid those uh, thirty dollars or something like that, or forty dollars for the forty for the six nights that we stayed, uh, we didn't have to pay anything else. Of course, I give uh, a little cash present to Esteban uh, on the day that uh, I left for him looking after our boat uh, during all these uh, six days, but uh, we didn't have to pay any any other money. Here in uh, Washington uh, World. We paid something close to, I think, fifty or sixty dollars a night. Okay, it was nice. Uh, like we had sh hot showers. We didn't have hot showers in a long time, so that was good. Um, but we had to pay for the water, from what I remember. Yeah, uh, we didn't need uh, we didn't need diesel. Uh, and we only stayed, I think, uh, three nights there. We stayed only three nights in total. Uh, there was a swimming pool that were not access accessible to us. You need to be a member of a, of a club or to pay $20 a day to access no, the swim. No, I think it was $20 for one person, for one person yeah. And in the, in the website, it was free. Yeah, you, you, we saw the swimming pool would be free, but no, it wasn't free. But anyway, we got there. And uh, this was around uh, David's birthday, so we had to do something uh, special for his birthday. And uh, one special thing that we did was to go to the Washington World uh, Aquarium or Delfinarium or Washington World, whatever it is, water park. And uh, it was a fantastic day. Okay, it wasn't again. It was it wasn't a cheap. Uh, I think it was about uh, two hundred twenty dollars for the four of us. But um, we got to see a lot of uh, shows. We got to see uh, sea lions and uh, like a proper 20-minute show with sea lions. Um, well, dolphins. David got to swim with dolphins. Uh, we see a parrot show. We went to one this uh, big cage where there were a lot of little um, birds. Not parrots, but I can't remember the name. And I'm talking about 200 of them. And they will come and eat from your hand. Um, it, it was a very relaxing day and lunch was included, uh, not drinks, but lunch was included in this price. So it was really, really um, uh, a nice day to, to spend. That was how we spent uh, David's birthday. In the Early in the morning, around 11 o'clock or so, a guy came along and said, Oh, no, because you bought the dolphin experience for uh, your son, David, you have a free tour of our uh, resort. So the guy came along and took us in a golf cart and... Uh, to, to bring us to this uh, exclusive resort. Actually, this was all a marketing campaign to try to sell us a house, a holiday home, a share in a holiday home. We kind of uh, knew something it's up, so we were kind of cautious. But their sales, sales technique are really, really strong. They really, really, really try to push. They show you this absolutely amazing villa. I'm talking really amazing villa with swimming pool and jacuzzi and all of that, uh, with nice uh, views of the sea and the beach. And uh, they want you to buy a contract for I don't know thirty-five years or something like that at fifty thousand. Uh, plus every time you go there, you you have to pay uh, another fee. Anyway, it's something that uh, you know. It, it was nice, but not so nice. Like you know, we we enjoyed it, but we have felt a little bit threatened because it was so easy to to let the, you know pick up the pen and sign and pull out the credit card and buy a you know. Uh, I shared the accommodation with that before you even uh, before you even know. 
So that was one experience and another experience we went to do the 27 waterfalls, the four of us, and that was absolutely beautiful. We got a taxi uh, ride in the morning to the waterfalls. Um, you have these guides that create groups of, I don't know, 6, 8, 12 people depending, and they will take you up to the first waterfall and then you basically walk and jump and swim not so much swimming but some swimming but mostly jumping and walking through the stream from one waterfall to the next the highest jump was uh, around 8 meters uh, that's like uh, 24 25 feet so pretty serious uh, it was an experience by the end of it we are all uh, shivering uh, with cold but um, it was a really really nice um, experience something that uh, it was well worth doing so that was you know in a nutshell uh, Dominican Republic okay not a lot but enough we probably spent in total around 10 11 days in Dominican Republic you know, with a, a night spent at sea and six nights in one place and three nights in another place yeah but that makes uh, 10 days in total so we visited Samana Bay we visited um, Ocean World and I took a, a ride to uh, Puerto Plato Puerto Plata and it's absolutely beautiful uh, little uh, town a beautiful uh, square and all of these uh, colonial houses but again you see the contrast between the people uh, the tourists that come into the resorts and the people who the locals who struggle uh, actually one uh, evening when me and Claudia were coming from uh, Puerto Plato, Puerto Plata. We went to the shopping center. Uh, you get a free ride uh, with a little uh, van if you do some serious shopping in the in one of the supermarkets. So uh, we got picked up from the marina. We went to, to the supermarket. We did our shopping. You know, so we spent around two hundred dollars because we knew in Cuba it's going to be really difficult to um, to buy uh, food stuff. And on the way back, uh, the, uh, the driver uh, gave a pick, you know, uh, a lift to uh, a lady, a local lady. Uh, she was an accountant for a pharmaceutical um, company, okay? Uh, not pharmaceutical, uh, pharmacies, okay? A chain of pharmacies. So she was the accountant. And a very well-educated lady, uh, definitely kind of from what you would call a middle class in the uh, Dominican Republic. And uh, we got to drive by her house. And uh, when me and Claudia saw the house she walked in, we couldn't believe our eyes. It was a bungalow, small, dark, um, half dilapidated, I would say. And that's not because she wouldn't be a, a lady who knows how to look after a house, but uh, she obviously was struggling and there were no money to to make a, a nicer house. She actually was renting that uh, that place from uh, what I understand. She had a daughter and um, as I said she was a very presentable lady. I mean if she was to uh, invite her for dinner in her house and we just met her in, on the street you will believe that she lives in one of you know uh, the really well-off uh, houses that you'd see when you drive around. But uh, her living conditions were, were just shocking to us and uh, Imagine how people who have well, uh, not so well paid jobs and uh, they struggle, they, I think they live in really, I wouldn't say in poverty, but in, you know, 
quite a miserable life, I'd say. Uh, that was a, you know, not such a pleasant thing to see, but that was the reality, and this is the reality in those uh, in this in, in most of the Caribbean countries. Uh, another problem that we had in Dominican Republic uh, is um, we couldn't get US dollars. We whenever we use the uh, the ATM, we'll get uh, the local money and we'll uh, spend them, and we weren't able to change them into into US dollars uh, very easily. And um, what do you want to say, David? Um. Okay. Um, we did shopping, uh, very good shopping, I'd say. Uh, you know, in good vegetables and um, you know, did decent shopping for for what was gonna come next. Because after that, our next stop will be uh, Cuba, and crossing to Cuba will be three days and three nights. Uh, and that was uh, lovely. This will be on our next recording. Now, uh, there is something that I want to, to mention because I focus so much on uh, you know our daily day-to-day -day activity. During our stop in the um, Dominican Republic, the children did quite a little bit of studying because we are anchored in, uh, in that uh, bay in Samana. Uh, it was quite you know very pleasant and in the morning, uh, actually, David and Tia will uh, do a good bit of studying. But uh, as the trip uh, continued, that uh, stopped being the case, and uh, the studying will go really down drain. But anyway, we'll talk about this later. Uh, family, family uh, interaction, family uh, dynamics—they uh, were pretty good, you know, like you know, like every other family. We didn't really have any uh, big uh, fights or breakdowns uh, up to to that point. We'll have a big fight uh, on our crossing from uh, Cuba to Panama, and I'll talk about that when the time comes. Um, but apart from that, every, everything was pretty decent, uh, good memories, uh, good way of spending time in uh, in uh, Dominican Republic. Really happy that we stopped there. We definitely didn't uh, do everything that's possible to do, but we did enough to have a taste of uh, Dominican Republic. And uh, this is what I'm trying to uh, point out. We didn't set off in this voyage around the world to exhaust everything everywhere we go. We just go from place to place at a decent speed, and we try to enjoy and to sample the different cultures and the different way of living and uh, the scenery. Okay, so the next one will be Cuba. Um, and that will be, hopefully, I'll do the recording tomorrow. I'll publish this as soon as we get out of San Blas. Here there is no internet. San Blas, by the way, it's amazing. But we'll talk about this... Uh, later um yeah that's it that's it all the best